Hello, I'm Shane. 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 And I'm your recapper, Shane. Welcome to Harken Back. At the end of a hot-footed chase, the Agents of Repair found themselves in a moment of white-knuckled tension, confronting Chath, the newly revealed face of the Sentinel Slayers, in the blood-red depths of Esther Grove. So we agree that if something is causing harm and violence and hurting people, we have a duty to correct that. What I've been taught. The way that we have been doing things for years is continuing to bloody our hands every single day not accomplishing anything, only with the goal of bloodying our hands the next day. I am doing it now with an end goal in mind. I am going to eliminate everyone who thinks that they have a right to choose who gets to live or die, and yes, I'm going to dirty my hands at that for the moment. But once it is over, I promise you, it will be done. And then I will take the iron light and position us in a new position of power where we can affect real change across the lands institute real change within government and not have to go around searching for creatures to kill. Well, you can stop teaching them how to fight, though, and start teaching, I don't know, protectors. You could start teaching monster protectors. You know, you're a great fighter. For the last 15 years, I have tried that. But Nessa you're within the Illinois. Iron Light still. I've tried that. Teach them outside of the Iron Light, because these are people who are joining it, I'll, wanting uh, to kill monsters. To Omar, he's like, Thank you, Oma. I appreciate it, and I agree. Chath, you're trying this alone with a small group. I want to help, but what you're doing, killing others of the Iron Light, that can't be the answer. It can't be. It has to be. It can't be. For now. I don't go around killing sentinels as they kill beasts. I go around offering them an opportunity to do something greater. And if they refuse? Then they're an obstacle that stands in our way, in the way of progress, in the way of what we want to accomplish and what we need to accomplish for all of those creatures who are not able to speak for themselves. There is evil in the world of Eldbor. That is doubtless. And it is not only amongst creatures with teeth and claws. It lingers in the hearts of, of people that are born alongside us, certainly. If that is the thing that is poisoning the iron light, then I think your problem goes beyond killing a certain number of sentinels. Chad, I want to help. I want to make this right, and I want to fix the iron light, but I can't let you go on to kill more sentinels, and I'll go to summon my sword. And all three of them summon their swords. And my sword doesn't show up, right? That is correct. The clamorous clash crescendoed quickly as the criminals quaffed concoctions and converted to carnivorous crustaceous creatures, cutting courageous combatants with their caustic claws. Fourteen? A 14 does not save. No. As um, you are running away from this creature so fast that the um, spike that is driven into your leg breaks off completely. (gasps) um, And you are currently running with a massive metal spike through your back leg. Um, You have, uh, your speed is reduced by 10. Okay. 
Kellick held Chaff magically while Thessaly smacked him silly with her maul and placed a magic coin on his head, sending him unceremoniously back to Hayfried's void. You're putting the coin on his Hearing forehead? from before, putting that on, I'm yeah, I'm gonna put it on his forehead. The other two, Nessa and Elinar, were bigger fish to fry. Or crabs to boil. Eventually, they were felled, and the agents used their remaining coin to send Nessa to the void. Elinar, however, they had to drag back with them. The hike back to Saddlemount wore more heavily on them than anticipated, and Shreya, in particular, had trouble remaining upright. Those needles were probably coated in some kind of poison, Shreya. It's odd that it would linger this long, though. As uh, Kaylin starts flipping through her book, she lands on a page, and she starts scanning through it in all of her notes, and you can see a drawing of a creature that looks remarkably like the creature that you guys had fought before it turned invisible. (laughs) And Still icky. (laughs) um, You were attacked by one of these? Yes, the heel of it pierced my flesh. Two places here. Point to my leg. Here. Shoulder. Shry, your blood has been infected with a, a toxic metal that... I'm afraid it's going to be very difficult to, to get out. I'm, I'm sorry, and I, I mean no offense to anyone in the party here, but um, I, I don't believe any of you have the capabilities to, to get this out of his system. Shreya's condition worsened, but Saddlemount's own strange flower-eyed herbalist, Lyra, gave the agents the list of ingredients to repair Shreya. I am going to require a cower cactus thorn, a myconid spore, a corpse flower, a treant totem, and a vial of shambling mound sap. Time is of the essence if you do not want to lose your friend. If only their acquisition were so easy. With scarcely any direction from Lyra and only 24 hours to complete the remedy, the team scattered throughout Northern Ondale. Seeker swiped shambling mound sap from a local baron. You look off in the last row, in the last corner, of course, you see vials of sap. Okay. Shambling mound sap. I'm going to take, uh, uh let's see. I'll take, uh, three vials. Three vials. Okay, you stuff three vials in your pocket. Should be enough, right? I thought she didn't say how much. Ah, uh, I'll take two more. Okay, you have five vials of shambling mound sap. What yes. are you doing? One more, because I heard it's good in tea. And some You've of them like six tea. vials of shambling mound okay, sap. Okay, yes. And I'm going to turn my other ring and look like, uh, uh, we shall call you Zachary. I'm going to look like Zachary. And immediately your visions begins to change. And soon enough, you look exactly like this guard. You are holding his his shield and his spear as you walk back down the hallway. I'm going to walk back down. And um, I want to go want to go through the... This is the guard that got fired, right? Like Yes. Uh, do I see any water or any... Like a glass of water? Can I, I can go back through the kitchen area? Yes, you would be actually going back through the dining room. Through and, the dining room area? There are, um, there are two glasses glasses of water from where the guards were eating. Dip my my hands into the water and rub it like from my eyes like down my cheeks and as I as I make my way into this little temple area just just kind of <laughs> you make your way into the temple area or the into the um this little shrine you make your way back out into the hallway and as you make your way and, back and we're like walking by the shrine it's like bye bye Lars. bye I t- I tried. And as you walk back into the main hallway, you see the four other guards that you had seen throughout this manor. Can't even look they, them in the eye. They, I, they look at you and they go, disgraceful. Eyes downcast. <laughs> I, I know. Flynn earned a treant totem from the elder treant Esther by thwarting bandits in his eponymous grove. We have been around these parts for the last few weeks. And, um, well, this is one of the last little pieces that we need in order to complete our collection. Don't give them anything. They have been tearing through this forest, taking all of our precious materials. Ah, 
See, friend, I'm part of the Iron Light Collective, and it is our job to fight monsters. But I've been figuring out <laughs> that it's not so black and white. And right now, you're looking like a monster. As the energy slices through him <laughs> and the top half of him is completely no, dissected and blows apart from the bottom <laughs> half of him. No, I didn't mean that to happen, but I uh, I told you. Hey, um, you okay? I'm, I'm fine. Yes, uh, since you got uh, stopped those, those bandits, I think I'll be doing much better. And as he finishes concentrating, he reaches his arm back and seems to pluck something out from his back. Branch? He leans down to you, and between his fingers, he's holding what almost looks like a glass cylinder. But looking closer, you can see the cylinder itself is made of red leaves, almost these 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 glass-like red leaves that are wrapping around in a cylinder formation and just carrying inside a floating yellow light. Sweet. I believe that's uh, what you would call a, a, a totem. Okay, well, thank you. Is oh, it okay? Of course. Is it okay if I take these other two? You're more than welcome to, Flynn. These are items that are very sacred to us and... Well, you're our friend now. Kellick and his summoned celestial blew up an enormous corpse flower in the ocean depths. Put uh, put my my hand in my heart. And I will cast Death Ward on myself. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Not knowing exactly how big this explosion will be. Um, then I will look basically past the, the shoulder of this beast to my to my uh, celestial. Pull the trigger! Um, and then uh, it'll be the celestial's turn, and it's going to... It's ashen form will swarm up to this cannon and it's gonna pull that lever. All right, and you can't really see it exactly the way that you're positioned because you are on the opposite side of this creature, but you can hear the lever being pulled and you hear a mechanical boom! A massive explosion as your ears begin ringing and your head hurts from the the pressure that is just equalized around you. You have to take a second, but when you open your eyes back up once more, you see two massive halves of a corpse flower floating, unmoving in the water in front of you as this creature has been killed. I look at the two halves. Oh, that strange lady didn't say in what condition the corpse flower needed to yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And I will, <laughs> I will gesture to my celestial to help me gather All right. <laughs> these things. Alma braved a cave of both illusory and very real horrors for a rare thorn. Throughout this entire cavern, it looks like it's just getting more and more overgrown with plants. As you're looking back and forth, you do not see anything that looks like the cactus. Savior, if we go any further, I think it's a nest. Alma, it's to save your friend. But how can I save him if I'm dead? Alma, that metal will not be able to be disintegrated without this thorn. How do you know about the metal? What do you mean? Well, you weren't with us. How do you know about the metal? You told me. You told me two caverns back. No. Oma, we need to... Oma. Face begins dripping. And you can see his cheek begins to drip and turn into this black slime. I'm going to I'm gonna jump over the, the, the rock that landed on him and, okay. push, and push the piece... Goes and, and push whatever is down on the on the. Okay, you look and you see there's the mechanical pillar. device there, and you can see it's it's very small, only about six inches in diameter. It's a circle, and on the top it's got a little opening. Yeah, I'm gonna push the button. You push the button. The opening on the top closes. You feel the fog around you dissipate from the flowers and the vines that were on 
all of the rocks around you, you begin to see almost like inflating cactus. Oh. As you're plucking out these 22, you prick yourself on eight of them and take eight points of piercing damage. Okay, then I'm gonna um, leave okay. as quickly as I can. As you do, you feel the ground that was shaking sort of level off. And then it begins shaking once more as, as you can feel the ground around you begin to unstabilize. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. And you see the light on the beach as you finally exit um, the tunnel. I am gonna run out onto the beach like far enough away from the cave that I don't feel like a glob is gonna come after me. And then I'm just gonna like collapse onto the, the sand. Okay. <sighs> oh, I don't like that. I never wanna do that again. Oh. <laughs> I just start crying. <laughs> And Thessaly, in need of a great sum of money for her ingredients, completed a series of trials for none other than Kodam Vo, tragically unaware that the face-shifting scientist was one of the Red Wolf's acolytes. I'm looking for something called myconid spores. But I will say they're very rare, and I'm not too keen on giving any away. Unfortunately, we did just lose a ship heading out to sea, and I'm looking for a replacement. A, a replacement ship? We could say a starting price of... 16,000 gold pieces. <laughs> I can't help but like let out a laugh. Mayor, we would be quite willing to pay this in advance if we would be able to have some time with this person who is here. We find that they are quite unique and we'd be able to forward this 16,000 gold pieces in order to spend some time and, and see what they would be able to offer. Either of you wouldn't want to share a few more details, would you? I mean... Have you experienced any sort of extraordinary abilities throughout your life? These are things that we should know before we get into the experiments. Extraordinary abilities. Um, do you mean sort of in a divine sense? Is that what you're looking for? I'm looking for whatever you're willing to disclose. I'm sure we'll find out sooner or later. Are you here to fight me? Because we, we don't have to. In order to get past this, this door... You're going to have to fight me. They also learned that not every one of the Iron Light dissenters had been successfully incarcerated by their magic coins. Some things are too good to be true. What happened? Flynn, when you put the coins on their foreheads, it would be very helpful for me and just for, you know, Timmy and frankly with the people we have in here for the world at large. If you don't teleport people through who have their incredibly dangerous magical weapons on them. I look for uh, the people we just sent through. I look for Chath and Nessa. You look and you see an unconscious dragonborn in a cage. Okay. You see an ancient red dragon. You see a demon creature. Okay. You see Amara and Zergath. Okay, okay. You do not see Nessa. No. Some of them just barely returning with their ingredients in time. Lyra began the healing ritual. You look at the corpse flower and you see the edges of its tentacles begin to disintegrate and turn to dust. And that disintegration moves along each of the tentacles, slowly disintegrates each of them into nothing but dust as it makes its way to the body. And the body itself begins to disintegrate. And the entirety of it turns gray and withers and dries up and completely dissipates. As you can now see the body of Shreya laying there on the ground and ding, 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 ding. Six thorns hit the ground, each coated with a layer of metal as you see Shreya fully revitalized on the ground 
as he takes a massive breath and regains consciousness. I've just been to the most strange place. I, I, I was in a fever dream with, with my, with my family, and, and I felt myself falling, falling through a thick fog. All of a sudden, I, I hit a floor, and I, I looked up, and all around me there were these strange metal components working with each other and in each other, gears and pistons and all sorts of terrifying contraptions. All of a sudden, I was approached by, by this massive crustacean looked dressed up in robes like he was official. He reached out his hand, and I shook it. As soon as I shook his hand, little bits and pieces of me started to, to harden, and the place around me started to harden and collapse. And I made a bolt for the door, only to find a, a strange shoot of trees and vines as the crustacean sent more of his kind after me. And this strange shoot shot me out around what seemed to be the outside of this metal superstructure. And all of a sudden, these tree-like beings, these bands, they slowly kept coming toward me and I grasped onto them. And it's like they were pulling me away. They were pulling me away from the crustaceans. But somehow, those crustaceans grabbed onto and started riding them with me. And at the last moment, these spikes came out of their, their claws and latched themselves around my feet. And then in a kind of curious way, those latchings burst. And from them, these strange spiked horns that seemed made of light, these organic horns started to absorb everything around me and wrapped themselves around the crustaceans. As I burst through and I seemed to ascend into the magic that compels me, that's always compelled me. And as I seemed to ascend, the crustaceans fell, and I then seemed to both go upwards and downwards at the same time. And then I opened my eyes, and, and there you all are. Here you all are. They're not pursuing me anymore. Finally reunited as a whole, the team deliberated on their next steps. Did they hunt down the dimensional gates, the corresponding keys, or the members of the Order of the Red Wolf themselves? I wonder if they're arranged in some meaningful pattern. You'd think if these gates are meant to open up the world to endless chaos, then you'd want them to be at least equidistant from each other. Well, to me, it kind of seems like they're close to what they need to be. So, like, the the air one is up in the mountains, kind of by and This mountain here, this chain of land here. Yeah? Over this bay here, and then on toward here. I just put these pieces together. This is my childhood home. And I point to where the plane, or, or where the where the gate would be. The Venville Rise? What do you mean it's your home? Well, now it makes sense. If all of these different gateways to other landscapes or, or planes made of these elements are true, then then this area, this area the close to my homeland is is where we all came from as a tribe. You're from a different plane? No, not me. My ancestors. Shia, do you think if a representative of the Red Wolf were to contact your tribe that they would be interested in undertaking uh, trying to open that rift? Their legends of this place idealized it. And as much as they were wise and keen and even-minded, they were prone to corruption. That so if somebody me. told them that they could open it for them... Literally given them access to... They would say yes. Vesely's intel proved the most immediate motivator. Oh, mm. you remember the, the, the mm. Kier ruins, I Uh-huh. And do you remember the, the mirrors that opened up uh -huh. that we all... Face shifter and a mind flare? Uh-huh. Kodam Bo. Oh! I believe that's what Artemisia referred to them as. Uh, Tessaly, uh, you received payment and 
I guess, helped in the experiment of one of the leaders of the Order of the Red Wolf. What did they have you do? Wait, no, that can't be right because... But they they knew the they knew the mayor they knew the mayor here in Saddlemount they seemed well established in the trade in the city they didn't they're I mean, everywhere strange, but they're everywhere what though. did they have you do they set their sights on the lighthouse within this seemingly innocuous tower they found a mechanized magical chamber as well as elaborate notes on a number of test subjects including Thessaly you see anatomical drawings of different creatures different sizes some of which you have never seen before. Um, some of them strange and almost upsetting to look at. You see drawings of musculature and skeleton structure. Um, you read through the page and you can see descriptions of um, musculature, um, feats of acrobatics. And then you flip to the next page and you see what looks like half of Thessaly's face, sort of in, a, in almost a portrait. And right next to it in the other split, is an anatomical breakdown of a brain. And you see different notes of problem-solving skills, um, intuition, reaction times, and at the very bottom, you begin to see notes of reactions to high-stress situations and fear. Despite an emphasis in biology, there was no indication to what end Kodan Vo was conducting these experiments. So, enraged by the discovery that they had also taken some of their blood, Thessaly went about bashing the lab into smithereens. If, if we're really trying to stop them, it might be important to understand what they're doing. I just want to make sure they can't do it anymore. I think we take the information. Take- the information might come in handy yeah. if we, to understand what their goal is. That's me point all excited. About I thought I could burn something. Fine. Here, throw Maybe them in we my could burn, burn the machine. You could help me burn the machine, oh, and okay. I'm going to yes. take a swing yes. with them all, and I'm going to start right. tearing it up. Comparing stories, Thessaly and Olma put together that they'd both seen Kodam Vo's Mind Flayer companion and that Olma might have tracked the creature to its lair beneath Saddlemount. It was a nest, though. There was probably a lot there. A so lot of what? A nest of... A nest? Of... Illithid. Mmm, that thing's... Wait, yeah, well, there's so... a whole nest of illithids here, and we're just going to leave it? When... What is it? I... I'm... Illithid. I, I don't know, mind are flare. we? What is a mind player? They've got tentacles okay. that come down in front of their faces, like... Yeah, they're really dangerous, too, and they mess with your heads. I don't want to go to this place. Personally, it was a pretty spooky cave. I don't think you want to go there. The dangers are very real, of course. But that's what we signed up for. Yeah. We're the agents of repair that the darkness is going to grow and grow as long as we're down this path. But we must venture forth. As the war continues to escalate around them, the party sets their sights on this nightmarish cave that is merely the vestibule to something more baleful, which in itself may be but a footnote to the chaotic ends sought by the Order of the Red Wolf. With goals this lofty and foes this mighty, how long can our heroes continue to thwart each individual threat that rears its head? How long can they maintain their courage, their composure, and even their kindness when the path ahead threatens their lives more and more each step? Find out as they carry on next time on Venture Forth. Mm-hmm.